Welcome back to X Minutes. My name is Brian. I'm Wolf. And this is the podcast that takes the longest running single continuity superhero franchise we've got at the time of recording and breaks down one extraordinary minute at a time. I almost said never start again like Bond Minute Bond. This is minute 67 of X-Men 1 and Wolf... What invasion happens in this minute? So we see what that light is on the water. It's actually a ship. Mm-hmm. And it's pulling up to where a bunch of these senators are having some uh, meeting or like a yeah, like a meeting or something like that. Uh, so at 10 seconds, we see uh, Sabretooth killing a police officer. But the way um, he kills him. Hmm? Sorry, really quick. It's it's. The ship is going up to the Statue of Liberty, but all the mm. senators are going to Ellis Island. Oh, okay. I, what is the reason again? I forget. They're having like a UN summit type of deal uh, okay. kind of thing. Uh, hmm. I forget if it's directly related to mutants or not. I mm-hmm. don't remember, <laughs> but they said it's the largest gathering of world leaders ever. Or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's a ton of people there. Sabretooth kills this guy. I don't understand how he kills him. Does he just put his hand through his back? Yeah, his spikes uh, go into his spine and he lifts him up. Jesus. It's pretty sucks. Uh, sick and not quite in the cool way. I mean, maybe in the cool way, but demented. The, yeah, Ugh. it's pretty messed up. But let's see, you know, the cop was waving to the boat captain who turns out to be dead. At 21 seconds, and then we turn back to the person driving the boat, and it's Mystique. Yeah. Um, Mystique has a police hat on in that, and I think this is the better version of... Did you see Mission Impossible 3? Uh, yes. They had that part where real Philip Seymour Hoffman had a prosthetic of a little bit of a flap, and he reaches below his shirt and starts pulling it up, and then you pan away a little bit and come back to Tom Cruise lifting the actual mask off and having a fat suit. And it never quite matches with continuity, because you see Philip Seymour Hoffman has the flap up to here, which if you're the sand audio is past my jaw or something and then when we go back uh-huh. to it being tom cruise it's lowered down by the collarbone oh, but this yeah. one i like a lot more and if it's anything yeah, like she, teeth yeah. too i think they cast twins and just had the oh, standing really? captain switch spots with mystique during that quick camera movement there's a lot more energy and there's a lot less time for the switch to happen yeah. so that's why i think it works better yeah that's pretty cool and you know that kind of uh that takes away the need to um cg the change you know so we've seen it before you just put that weird sound yeah we've gotten the indulgent transformation before that now Mm -hmm. we can just suffice with the shorthand of it yeah like we don't need to see it anymore yeah. At around 27 seconds is uh, a good shot of all the people standing out there. They're all in tuxedos and gowns and stuff. There's a lot of military around. Yeah. Flashing very, lights. Yeah, it's like a very political uh, event. Is in the back there, is that a sculpture? Like a globe sculpture? Isn't that the symbol for the UN? Is that, this, is that what that is? If I'm remembering correctly from the TV show Community, where they had two model UNs face off to see who could be more united. <laughs> I might be wrong. Say it in the comments if I am on Instagram. But yeah, I think that's like a big UN symbol. Nice. And like those pillars are kind of cool too. It re- like that reminds me of, um, I don't know if you remember Blade, like the end. 
Yeah, the one with Mahershala Ali. (laughs) (laughs) I remember Um, the future. Mahershala Snipes. Um, (laughs) But like all those pillars, all those OG OG vampires. It is a pretty cool shot, though. (laughs) That actually sounds pretty good. (laughs) Uh, It sounds like it should be a re-recording of an Aladdin song. Wesley Ali. Wesley Ali. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of Prince Ali. At 33 seconds. Uh, we get a nice drone shot. It probably wasn't a drone back then. <laughs> might be a CG, actually. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, <laughs> it might one be shot like... of Ellis Island and then one with the Statue of Liberty in relation to Ellis mm-hmm. Island and New York. Yeah, it could be like maybe a real shot, but then things CG'd over it. But that New York is looking kind of fake. Yeah, the the definitely the lights in the skies and all the cars going onto Ellis Island, maybe all the lights on Ellis Island feel CG, definitely, because mm-hmm. there's so many cars traveling. I doubt they'd get a helicopter and then two other helicopters, or three. There's actually three helicopters rotating around Ellis Island. Just be like, all right, helicopters go, cars go, yeah. lights go, <laughs> and we're shooting. We're shooting. We got eight minutes of gas. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like each helicopter costs like $350,000 to fill up. <laughs> oh, man, that makes Mission Impossible Fallout's budget a lot bigger. <laughs> I know it was the most expensive Mission Impossible movie, but still. Yeah, that movie was phenomenal. I think Henry Cavill's mustache had its own trailer. That's how dope that movie was. Have you seen the fan poster of Mission Impossible Fallout, where instead of hanging from a helicopter, Tom Cruise is hanging from a parachute made out of Henry Cavill's mustache? (laughs) No, I didn't see that. I need to send it to you. It's my favorite fan poster ever. I need that in my life. Yeah, it was before the movie came out, and it's actually really high quality. I love it so much. That is hilarious. Do you think they should have just used that as the as the real poster? I would have been all for it. Just throw <laughs> some shade at the shitty version of Justice League. I'm saying shitty version of Justice League because I'm hopeful that Zack Snyder's Justice League is better. Although I haven't really connected with Zack Snyder. Forgive me if in the future I say... Hey, uh, are they uh, making another Justice name. League? What's up? Are they making another Justice League? No, HBO Max is releasing Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's either going to oh, be a four-hour movie or it's going to be a six-episode TV show. Oh, just on like HBO um, Max exclusively. Just like the Hateful Eight on Netflix. <clears throat> kind of, yeah, but they're giving him $30 million to finish it. They're not filming any new scenes with the actors, mm. but they are going to use the actors and their voices. So there might be some fully CGI scenes. Oh, so it's like, oh, so it's not like already a thing. He's making it. He's finishing it. He said like a year ago on Vero, that social media platform, that of course there's a Snyder cut, but it's this big, long like untamed first cut before he quit with a lot of unfinished CGI. So they're officially releasing Zack Snyder's Justice League. They're not calling it the Snyder Cut, but hmm. yeah, they're deciding if it's going to be one four-hour movie or a six-episode kind of thing, you know, which the six-episode definitely probably, so they could get more more subscriptions. Yeah. It's like, I would be, I'd be down for just sitting through four hours. You know what I mean? It's like, or yeah. like with the Hateful Eight, I wish it was just all one thing. I mean, it kind of was because Netflix just continues, but I just... If it was just all one. I love the Hateful Eight movie. I haven't seen the TV show version, though. It's like kind of the same, but there's just way more dialogue. It's insane. Ah. It's like three hours more dialogue. 
Wait, so it's six hours? Yeah, it's like four. I think it's like four to six episodes, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And it's just like, it's the same movie, but it's just, you can tell where they, like, if you watch the movie after watching the extended version, you can tell where they made the cuts. You're like, oh, okay. They elaborated more on this, or they went into de- more detail on that. The right. carriage ride, you know, <laughs> takes a lot longer. Oh, really? But, right. So I'm looking on Netflix right now. The movie is two hours, 47 minutes with credits and Mm -hmm. the extended version TV show is four episodes. First episode is 50 minutes, second episode is 51, then 53, then 56. So with my quick math skills, it is two hours and 10 minutes, which divided by 60 minutes per hour, that means that it is three hours and four. 30 minutes. Oh, of each, um, oh, all the episodes combined. Yeah. yeah. So three hours, 30 minutes, but possibly with new credits. I don't know how long the credits are, but three I'm not hours sure. I don't think I stuck minutes. around for the credits. <laughs> well, I don't know uh, how much, the, how long the credits are on each episode. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah. if total of the credits are 20 <laughs> minutes, you know, five minutes per episode or something like that. But total, it's with credits, it is 43 minutes longer. You know, like, like, you'll see what I'm talking about when you, like, watch it. It's like, they just expand more on, like, fucking, on, like, the whole mini situation. They expand more about, like, I don't know, the relationships uh, feel more uh, developed right. now that okay. Tarantino can throw extra stuff in there. Well, hey, I was in from the moment I heard that Channing Tatum was going to be in it. Oh, yeah. And I really wanted to see it because I did not like Django Unchained. Except for you the didn't candy like Django? I thought oh, okay, it was right. slow and boring until we got to Candyland and there were weird Candyland stuff. Candyland was a crazy fucking place. Yes. Like I, I, all right. So the original plan for Django apparently was that everything in Django Unchained was supposed to be the first 15 minutes and the rest was going to be Samuel L. Jackson's story as Django as an older version but then when he sat down he just kept writing and he was like hey Sam so uh no. new plan <laughs> but uh that's a just, fantastic Tarantino I mean really though it was the only thing without you know that was pretty linear besides kind of death proof uh to oh extent. yeah and it just felt so overblown and bloated and they had the I consumed those trailers. There were versions of scenes that were so much better in the trailers or scenes in the trailers that weren't in the movie. And when you saw those scenes in the movie, it felt much more underwhelming. And then they had that weird Twilight Eclipse thing where he keeps seeing his dead wife or kidnapped wife in the everywhere like a ghost, like Bella saw Edward. And I'm just like, (laughs) what is this weirdness? And then he also did an interview where he's like, yeah, Christoph Waltz's character, he gets himself in these types jams and then he has to be clever to get out of them and in reality in the movie it was always like hey i have a get out of this situation free card this paper says i can shoot people and arrest this guy and then everyone's like oh okay (laughs) that says we can't stop him i was like that's not that's not clever it's like that doesn't sound like the 1800s i know (laughs) that also i was just like that takes no effort you just have to avoid getting shot before you can say i have a paper that says i'm good (laughs) it's like do i have your word that you will not shoot me dead in the street like a dog (laughs) 
but I did. I thoroughly enjoyed the film. I would love to have an extended version of Django. Yeah, of Django, like, but just one thing, like, not like a bunch of episodes. Gotcha. Uh, but we will never see that probably. So well, let's continue with these minutes. No. Yes, we should. But I will say there was so much that they asked him if he wanted to make it two movies. He was like, "This isn't Kill Bill. This is yeah. This is one story. It would feel fake to cut it in half." But um, yeah. All right. So let's see. We're coming to. Oh yeah, this part at right here. Forty-two seconds. We're at. Yeah, forty-two. We get um, police officer waving to another police officer, and I just assumed that one of them would be Mystique. Me too. But what we really get is Toad see, treating them like uh, train station benches. Yeah, dude. Like he is pretty <laughs> friggin' powerful. He like does not he skip destroyed. Leg day. He doesn't. He destroyed that bench. He literally jumps on this cop and um, just. I mean. Turns him into mush. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. <laughs> And then he jumps away like nothing happened. Yeah, and how high did he jump from? I don't know. He could have been on the top of the imp- uh, not Empire State. It could have been on the top of the uh, Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yeah, he's not or... King Kong. <laughs> wait, no, did King Kong go on the Statue of Liberty? What's up? Did wait? King Kong was Empire State, right? Yeah, that. Yeah, that's. Why oh, I was okay. Saying that, you said that first. <laughs> uh, so he kills that cop. And then we get to... We hear him jump off that cop and hear him get on the other one. Oh, no, you got the other one too? Yeah. So he killed two police officers. That's like, I don't know, but not... Uh, they don't have the death penalty in New York State, but I think that's like at least two life sentences right there. But Toad doesn't give a shit. All right, I have a question that, about 55 mm. seconds. So when we mm. see this boat coming up, of course we see underneath the fluttering paper the green of the torch, you know, the big thing they're transporting. But before that, at 56 seconds, we see Mystique holding the steering wheel, but then we see a little head, a person's head. Oh, yeah. Is that a child? I don't know if it's supposed to be rogue or if it's like an actual person who knows how to steer the boat and they meant to CGI the person out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like an actual, like, like, actual boat captain. Yeah, let me just just get a little view and I can steer it so you don't crash, but we'll CGI me out and it'll just be Mystique looking all cool. And then they were like, whoops, forgot about that CGI shot. It's like, no one will notice that. Cut to 20 years later. (laughs) (laughs) Took 20 years. Took 20 years for someone to figure it out. (laughs) But we're going to expose the director for doing this. Yeah, it's the second worst thing that directors has has ever been exposed for doing. We're going to expose for doing this and among a few other things. <laughs> We're a little late to the party. Yeah, you know why else we should hate him? This shot. Who the fuck is that? He's like, I don't know, but it's but it's wrong. But so I was wrong. I I thought they had already like switched out the torch before the event started, you know? Yeah, that's like what I, I, I assumed. That. But I guess that I makes sense if what... there's police all over the Statue of Liberty, you know? Yeah. You can't go <clears throat> a few days early and not raise some eyebrows <laughs> or kill a bunch of police officers three days before the event or even a day before the event. Not <laughs> would cancel the event. Yeah, they'd be like, something's wrong. Like, this is a little too close for comfort. Literally. All right. But yeah. And uh, that last frame is just of like part of the, the Statue of Liberty flame. Yeah. Being uncovered. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Is that it for this minute? Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Cool beans. As always, if you want to see us eat more shot glasses worth of edible slime with beer mixed in instead of water, leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. That link will be very obvious below. And follow along in the minutes on, on Instagram at xminutes. That was minute 67 Seven. of X-Men 1. I'm Wolf. I'm Brian. And we are the best at what we do. What we do is not very fast. We're just trying to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs>